Action. Let's go. So I have a little bit of a different way to start the episode today. Uh, what we were going to use for our advertisement fell through, and I have a little bit of a story about it. Oh, okay. So I believe we've talked about this product several times on our show before, uh, Snyder's of Hanover. Yes. All three of us love Snyder's. Big Snyder's fans. Huge Snyder head. Yeah. Josh actually kind of came up with a little joke about the name. <laughs> yes. You want me to repeat the joke? Yeah. Okay. So the reason they're called Snyder's of Hanover uh-huh. is because when you see a bag, you're like, hand them over. Hand them over. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh actually does say that a lot I to do. Me. I do so, say that a lot. Thank you. So I actually reached out to Snyder's of Hanover wanting to get an ad for our show and I'm gonna read yeah. you I'm gonna read you and the email. Three bags of Snyder's I mean Hanover. come on. Just sounds like a great it's deal. A it's a win win. It's a classic win win. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Non zero so, sum game. Yeah. It's a one more term. than greater than one sum game. Yes. There's a sum there. Yeah, I was trying to break down I'm that gonna phrase. read you no, that is actually the official I think that's Yeah, something like anything? that. Yeah. So I'm gonna read that's you the happened. So I So I'm gonna read Alex, you. what happened? <laughs> I'm going to read you the email you that I tell sent. Us, okay, okay. <laughs> Dear Snyders of Hanover, I co-host... Now, I already, I'm already struggling with this because I, d- I don't know what to... I don't know what a co-host is called when there's three of them. Hmm. So I just put co-host. Yeah, co-host okay. works. Yeah, that's fine. I co-host a weekly educational podcast called Content Academy Making the Grade. And this story is very true and also actually very real. Is it actually? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I co-host a weekly educate. just in case you thought this was some kind of joke. <laughs> just in case I thought it was a bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not. It's not. We, we typically start with advertisements and then the jokes come later. Yeah. So okay. this stays with that stop. format. Yeah. <laughs> and then they don't stop. I, I co-host a weekly educational podcast called Content Academy Making the Grade that is available on all podcast streaming locations. The show is a lot of fun, and the material we discuss covers a wide range of subject matter, whether it be talking about the history of the Olympic Games or the theories behind the lost city of Atlantis. I will leave a link to our most recent episode where we talk about the Knights of the Round Table and Camelot. Our show has been steadily gaining listeners, and we're prepared to take the next step, securing more advertisers for the show. When the production team discussed this, I immediately thought of Snyder's. I'm a newer Snyder's fan. <laughs> <laughs> Being turned on to your Snyder's Pieces snacks and frequently buying boxes of the buffalo wing and jalapeno flavor. Okay. Yeah. Now, Georgia, are you microwaving some Snyder's right now? <laughs> <laughs> she likes some soft. Gotcha! <laughs> gotcha! No, no, my muffins are done. Oh, okay, cool. Your Snyder's muffins? <laughs> Snyder's muffins. Okay, going on with the uh, advertisement request email. We are prepared to we are prepared to place advertisements at the beginning of each episode, providing our listeners not only with the humor and lighthearted wit they've come to know and love with our show, but also the joy of having not only a great snack but a great food. I kind of struggle with that line. I decided to leave it in. <laughs> uh, please let us know how much you offer for ad read, and don't hesitate to ask any questions or give comments about the show. Thank you for your time. Best wishes, Alex. So pretty Sweet. good, pretty good email, right? Yeah. Pretty professional. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I sent that last week, and I actually got a response back. So oh, I'm gonna wow. read that. Um, Alex, thank you for reaching out to our customer service team. We are delighted to hear about your interest in the brand, 
as well as your specific interests in the Snyder's Pieces line of products. There we go, specificity. Mm -hmm, exactly. However, I feel it's important to note that you may be reaching out to the wrong company. This is Snyder's of Hangover. We offer an extra salty line of snacks to relieve hangovers. <laughs> Coincidentally, we also offer a variety of pretzels. Because of their salt content, they are great for relieving hangovers after all. Wow. I implore you to reach out to Snyder's of Hanover, which I imagine would have a similar contact email address to ours. Ooh. Best wishes, Olivia. So, <clears throat> that was a little embarrassing. And after I got that message, I realized that I did, in fact, put in a G after the N mm. when I typed in contact at SnydersofHanover.com. So that's on me. <laughs> so following Olivia's instruction, I sent the email to the real Snyders of Hanover. And, and then you slid into her DMs, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And um, so this was Tuesday. So a day later, I got this reply. Alex. Thank you for reaching out to our award-winning customer service team. It's great to hear about your interest in the brand, and I personally enjoyed your little anecdote about your specific interest in the Snyder's Pieces line of products. There we go. I wouldn't call it an anecdote, but okay. <laughs> However, and believe me, this happens all the time, I feel it's important to note that you may be reaching out to the wrong company. What? This is Snyder's of Hans Gruber. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> We are a prop and costuming company named after the recurring villain in the Die Hard franchise. <laughs> Coincidentally, though, we do offer a line of pretzels for use in craft services for movie and TV show sets. Because of the fact they keep mistyping this email, or that Snyder's of Hans Gruber has an award-winning <laughs> yeah. team. What kind of award? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Because of their it's salt content, yeah, yeah. Uh, we do offer a line of pretzels, free and craft services for movie and TV show sets. Because of their salt content, they are a great filling snack after all. I implore you to reach out to Snyder's of Hanover, which I would imagine has a similar contact address to ours. Best wishes, Olivia. So yes. Now so hold on, hold on. So yes. First of all, I did make another mistake in typing the email address, and I think it was because, admittedly, while I was writing this email, I was enjoying a bag of Snyder's. Oh. No. <laughs> and the Buffalo ones just get your hands so dirty that I was being really careful and touching my keyboard. Oh. So instead of typing Hanover, I accidentally typed in Hans Gruber. Yeah. I mean, I've done that too. <laughs> yeah. Several times. Also, also, yes, coincidentally, both customer service teams have somebody named Olivia. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where customer service workers will often give a more American name for some reason. Well, and a lot of those are just outsourced and uh, contracted. So it could be the same Olivia. It could, yeah. Although, uh, like I said, a lot of the times customer service workers will give a more American name. That's true, too. Although I'm not sure why they would choose the most common Islamic female name. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, yes. Olivia is the most common Islamic female so I kind of went back to the email address field with my tail between my legs. I washed my hands thoroughly and made sure to send the email to Snedders of Hanover. Okay, this and time I'm, we got it. Yeah, uh, so I did that, and I'm still waiting on a reply back. I mean, I sent the email last Wednesday, so I'm pretty sure that Snyder's just ghosted me. I mean, they would have seen it by now, I imagine. Yeah. 
I mean, I could check my email now, but I don't know why they would send out emails on... We're recording this on Sunday, so... Yeah. Do you think I should? I mean, it wouldn't hurt to just check, you know? Okay, what do you think, Georgia? You should probably slide into their DMs on okay. stuff. Yeah, that's like... Maybe Twitter, tweet at them. Yeah, maybe they have yeah. a big social media presence. Yeah, maybe they kind of have like yeah. a goofy or irreverent social media. Yeah, it's possible. Like Wendy's. Like and if they Wendy's. don't, they should. Yeah, yeah they'd be sure. <clears throat> okay, let's hear. Oh, hold on. I got an email from contact at snydersofhanover.com. Oh, okay. Bingo. Dear Alex, thank you for contacting us regarding your ideas for marketing and public relations op- opportunities. Your contact information has been shared with the appropriate department for review. Someone will be in touch if there is interest in your project. Oh, awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Oh, hold on. <laughs> P.S. It's great to hear about your interest in the brand, as well as your specific interest in the Snyder's Pieces line. Yep. How- <laughs> I've expected that at this point. <laughs> However, it's important to note that you may be reaching out to the wrong place. This is the personal uh, email address of Zack Snyder, prolific oh director and filmmaker. I wouldn't call him prolific, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's made what, like five movies? 300. Let's rattle them off. Superman. Rattle them off. 300. Look, it just takes them a while to put them together. Okay? 300. That's sucker true. punch. Yeah, yeah. Watchmen. Man of Steel. Watchmen. Uh-huh. BVS, Justice League. Batman and that's Superman it. and Justice League, so that's six. <sighs> Not quite prolific yet. And I just gotta say also, I love, you know, everyone loves that you're interested in the Snyder's pieces. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of strange what they do. tie all of us together. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. You may be confused as to why I use an email address hosted by the website of another company. Well, it's because as soon as Snyder's of Hanover started becoming popular, I bought up the URL to conserve my brand. Coincidentally, I also bought a pretzel factory and began selling my own pretzels. They do have a lot of salt in them, after all. (laughs) This way, I can save money by using my own pretzels for craft services on, on my movie sets instead of using the overpriced Snyder's of Hans Gruber pretzels. That company is full of it, and they claim that Hans Gruber is a recurring villain in the Die Hard franchise when he died in the first movie, and it was, in fact, his brother that was in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Anyway, I need to go back to working on Justice League now. Best wishes, (laughs) Zack Snyder. Okay, well, not quite sure what to do at this point. I've pretty much exhausted... Yeah. uh, So... Yeah, so I don't know. Snyder's of Hanover, if you're listening, we want to advertise please. for you. Please. We, I mean, we gave it our best shot trying to reach you. <laughs> yeah. Is there like a number on the back of the bag that you can that's call That's a or good, something? yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. I might try that. The Snyder's hotline? The Snyder's hotline, yeah. So I say, first of all, hand him over because yeah. I need more. Uh, second of all, I want to advertise for you. So I bet like fifty percent of the calls the Snyder's hotline gets is mm-hmm. someone like, "Owie, this pretzel piece <laughs> cut my cheek." <laughs> Why? Because they're Just like cut. sharp. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Not the Snyder's pieces, really. Oh, so they're kind of rounded on the edges. Right there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so this is actually uh, also kind of a last day of school vibe because next week. We'll be starting Content Academy Schools Out. 
Yes. Uh, so everybody kind of has all their papers ready mm-hmm. to throw yeah, up in exactly. the air. Yeah, exactly. We will all do that as soon as the episode is over. <clears throat> uh huh. So we'll be taking the exam over Lost City shortly, and it's not it's not going to be a comprehensive exam over the past twenty episodes. Don't worry. <laughs> It's just the last unit. Man, I would be screwed. Man. But first, uh, why don't we do some headlines, and then we'll, uh, you guys can kind of review before we take the exam. Wait, so um, if this is going to be schools out, mm-hmm. if this is um, our final exam, does that yeah. mean like we are rising sophomores? Yes. Yeah. You can say Sweet. that. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. We're no longer the bottom world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you will you will never get shoved into another locker, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not quite there yet. Yeah. And plus we all have to share a locker right now, so Yeah, we only have one. Next year we'll all have our own lockers. Yeah. It was just Georgia shoving you into a locker. (laughs) Into our locker. Okay, so why don't we get where you belong? Why why don't we get into some headlines? How? What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do some headlines. Sounds good. Let's rattle them off. Okay. Uh, Okay. President Trump on Friday announced he was considering banning the TikTok app. If he does this, he will be the first person to complete the ban TikTok challenge. (laughs) (laughs) That's yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So no other countries have completed that challenge quite yet? I think North Korea has, but... They don't really count. They're not really eligible for TikTok challenges uh-huh. because okay. of their human rights violations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that NASA makes sense. NASA has launched a new Mars rover called Perseverance, which hmm. will search for signs of ancient life on the red planet. Oh, awesome. Perhaps with the wisdom of the ancient ones, we can bring an end to these dark times. <laughs> the ancient ones being Martians? Uh, well, they are just ones. Oh, okay. Who are also ancient. The ancient ones being ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> that, that one was we'll less leave, a headline, we'll, more of a prayer. <laughs> it's more of a ponder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave it at perhaps. Yeah. Joe Biden is expected to name his choice for vice president in the second week of August. Mm. After the announcement, he will go back into his cryo chamber, preserving his ancient flesh for a few more precious months until his final task can be completed. That's a good point. He actually doesn't do anything. He doesn't really do anything. Huh. He kind of just surfaces every couple weeks yeah. to say, um, yeah. hey, Jack, racism is bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And everyone is just like, please give us health care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good point huh. okay. popular fortnite streamer ninja recently <clears throat> announced that he is trying to break into hollywood oh awesome um apparently he had kind of a, a scene in the latest jumanji movie but it got cut oh really it wasn't in the release yeah oh, huh. okay. uh, presumably ninja will parachute down into los angeles <laughs> armed only with a pickaxe fighting other <laughs> actors and building bases for protection until he's the only one left standing <laughs> Huh, yeah. So he's kind of from a different industry, so... He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna use his Fortnite knowledge. There's some clash there that's yeah. going on there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Well, is that it for the that's top it for news headlines. today? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. So, do you guys want to take a second to kind of review over the past... It's been uh, five episodes. Yeah, I need it. Yeah, so... 
Go ahead. Yeah. That's time. Yeah. yeah. If you could just lead us for this, Georgia. <laughs> all right, well. Being the one who created all of notes. the content. I hope you took notes. <clears throat> I actually, um, I actually record all my notes. <laughs> I just record all the lectures. <laughs> So you just record the podcast. It seems while like we're a rec- recording. It, it seems, yeah, I do. It seems like a good idea when you start doing that to just record mm-hmm. your lectures because then you're like, I don't have to take notes. I can just record the lecture. Yeah. But the, you quickly run into a problem because, uh-huh. like, if you ever want to find something in the lecture, you have to like basically listen to the whole thing. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You're kind of. It's kind of like saying, "Why am I taking notes? I can just." Go to these classes more than once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what that says. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, quick review of where we've been before we continue. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go over these real quick. Um, I think I'm doing this in the order that we did them. Um, so, first city that we covered was Atlantis, where Alex thought that's where mermaids came from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from Plato's Ancient Works. Uh, Timaeus and Critias is written in 360 BC. Um, modern times, pretty much people are like, yeah, Atlantis was not a thing actually, um, but it could be on a Greek island. And mm-hmm. that kind of cut off because I tore out a page of this for my work notes. But okay. so it was on a Greek island and um, still one of the most popular ancient city or legendary lost city legends that persist to today mm-hmm. um second we had el dorado which uh, kind of has the most uh basis in reality because um of some ancient artifacts found that depicted the actual ceremony for el dorado which if you remember means the golden one um, so and that was a, king, a person. King to be, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, a person, a king to be, would cover themselves in gold dust and dive into a lake that's an actual lake, Lake Guadavita, um, outside of um, Bogota. So, <laughs> actually, some evidence around this one, but probably wasn't an actual city. Mm. But it was a dude. So, mm, okay. several dudes. Not a think. not a city. Was a dude. Got it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, other one kind of linked-ish to El Dorado. Some people conflate the two is the Lost City of Z or Lost City of Zed. Zed, yeah. Mm-hmm. I recently found out because I did go ahead and watch the movie with oh, nice. my boy Charlie Hunnam in it. Nice. Cool. Um, so this, uh, during this episode, we went um, into kind of the story about Percy Fawcett and what an explorer he was and kind of ahead of his time um, in exploring the Amazon basin and doing it in a way that was friendlier to natives than his contemporaries were. Um, and he eventually went into an expedition in 1925 and never returned, unfortunately. Hmm. Um, but we did get some evidence that there are a bunch of actually like remains of ancient cities throughout the Amazon, but the forest is very quickly reclaims any kind of it's city made from organic building materials, yeah. not like the long-lasting stone. So yeah. Amazon probably did support a huge population, a huge advanced population, uh-huh. but kind of hard to find that now. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we went over Camelot, 
which was really more into a deep dive into the legend of King Arthur, mm-hmm. who, spoiler alert, <clears throat> probably, probably wasn't a real, real dude. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of lame there. So if he wasn't a real dude, then Camelot's probably not a real place. Which, but, that was heartbreaking to me. You know, yeah. heartbreaking, but <laughs> it's also, you know, even if he wasn't a real dude and Camelot wasn't a real place, it's still real stories from the time. So people from that era, like, this is how they entertain themselves. That's true. Yeah. You know, like, legends. It's it's like discovering, it's like if, you know, maybe a couple centuries from now, people discovered that we really liked watching streaming services, and they discovered, mm. you know, Avatar The Last <laughs> Air, Airbender, and they were like, wow, people really thought that the Avatar was going to come back. And oh, I see. Yeah. And it never yeah. did. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, like, was the Avatar real? I don't know. So, you know, yeah, it was real in our hearts. It's real, and that's what matters. And all, King Arthur was real in these people's hearts. Uh-huh. And also, Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table were the ancient uh, Marvel universe, basically. Yeah, pretty much. You know, that's fair. That's yeah. cool. I, you know, that that's fair. Fair yeah. and true. Yeah. It tracks. Yeah, fair that and is true. fair, yeah. and it is actually you know, true. Then you, yeah, kind of have Jeffrey Monmouth establishing myth, and then. He was, like he was like Stanley. He was like Stanley. Yep. Right. Uh-huh. And then Tretien, Detroit, you know, the French guy who added everything. Steve Ditko. Kind of, yeah, sure. Right. Uh-huh. Or Joe Kirby. Crazy, yeah. Jack Kirby. Crazy with it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, no, I think it's a good analogy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And maybe, like, uh, Jeffrey Monmouth, like, kind of wrote himself into some of the stories. Possibly. Maybe as, like... Maybe he's um, Merlin or something. He's Merlin yeah. in one. Yeah. Or he's, like, a little <laughs> troll in another yeah. one. Yeah. Every yeah. in every book of that of them, there would be one little sentence where the uh Steve or whatever his name was, yeah. he'd be like, Hey, I'm actually in this <laughs> <laughs> And then it just goes on like nothing. Actually, happened. I mean yeah. his name was Jeffrey Monmouth, so I'm, people, I'm sure people just called him Jeff or something. Oh Jeff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh Jeff. Yeah. But yeah. So that kinda covers just like a little footnote yeah. that's like yeah. This is actually me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Huh. With, and it just has a smiley face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Winky face. A winky face. <laughs> <laughs> they had those back then, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know those, like, illuminated texts? What do you think those were? It's all hmm. emojis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That actually makes sense. Huh. It does. Okay. They had, like, tapestries yeah. back then. Yeah, that was yeah. like yeah, they did. that was like their comics. That was their comics. Yeah, <laughs> Josh, you said that with such like authority. Well, like, Those are the comics. It's the it's comics. fair and true. So. Nobody challenged me on that. Yeah, yeah, that is fair, and it is actually yeah, true. It is. So, okay, what else we got? Uh, I mean, that was that was it. We're up to date. Now we're pretty much caught up. Okay, ten yeah, questions. Ten questions. <laughs> yeah. Question one. Question one from episode twenty one: What can you use to go to your cousin's wedding without actually going? Oh, uh, that. Uh, oh, chore chimp. Chimp, chore chimp. Correct. Question number two. These are about the ads too. Man. It's all inclusive. Hmm. All Question inclusive. number two, also from episode twenty one: Almost every continent has a blank. Almost every continent. A lost city, right? Yeah. Correct, except for Antarctica. Yeah. That we know of. That we know of, yeah. 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 (laughs) Question number three. From episode 22, what do most scientists today say about Atlantis? Uh, 
Um, it was a load of bollocks. Yeah, okay. That's a good <laughs> way to put it. What did you, how did you phrase it in the episode? Oh, um, that Plato made it up. I don't know. I can't always repeat genius. Fair. <laughs> and also true. <laughs> you say it, but later you can't always repeat it. Uh, they think that it's pseudoscience, so you pretty much got it right on the head. Which, maybe I said this the first time, but I don't like the phrase pseudoscience. Yeah, okay. if you could just go right. into that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cute tangent. Um, I think pseudoscience could still be science, depending on how you, like, approach it. As long as you're curious about a subject, don't be afraid to call it science. Just don't be like, you know, there are kitty cats that live on the moon. Don't challenge me. Hmm. Maybe just, you know, try to look into it. Yeah. And you can call that science. Such conviction. Yeah. Question number four, also from episode 22. Who created the initial writings about Atlantis? Uh, Plato. Correct. And who do we think secretly did? Plato. <laughs> <laughs> that was, well, that was from the Joshi's Corner ad lib. Oh, was mad, it? Mad lib thing, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I think we said, didn't we say Socrates came up with everything that Plato oh, came up right. with? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. So there's kind of an authorship controversy yeah. where, like... That wasn't, that one wasn't really an exam question. That one was just kind of for me. Yeah. Question number five. <laughs> From episode 23, which parts of the Eldorado myth are documented as real and actually true? Um, probably that DreamWorks movie. Yeah. Pretty real. Final answer, lock it in, DreamWorks movie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! You guys get the buzzer on that yeah. one, and it's if, not the golden buzzer; it's the red one. If, or, sorry, I was peeing for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. go back to the Plato Archimedes thing for a second. I just think it Aristotle, would be funny. but okay. Aristotle, yeah. Or Socrates, but okay. Socrates. <laughs> One of the three. I just think it would be funny to like come up with like to start to write to write a book uh-huh. and do it under like so Socrates was Plato's student. Yeah. But he would but he was say he was actually writing all the stuff. Uh-huh. Not Plato. Yeah. But he was like Oh, guys, Plato wrote all this. Isn't he so smart and good mm-hmm. and yeah. cool? Yeah. Yeah. But it was actually... Yeah. It was actually Socrates. Right? Isn't that kind of... Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. Thanks for adding that. Do you have... Georgia, <laughs> what's your real answer for question five? Uh, this was... Uh, what was the real thing No, we about... locked it in already. That's on us. <laughs> the real thing about El Dorado is that it was... Yeah. Movie. It was a dude, and we know the uh, ritual. Mm-hmm. What else? Yeah. Is there a third one you can think of? Uh, it was a real lake. Correct. Nice. Great, you got all three. Question number six. I mean, that was just pulled directly from the review. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes oh. it's like that. Yeah. Sometimes the teacher will like have a little review before the test. Right. Now, now just test. just making sure, Georgia, this this exam is closed. Note, you know that, right? Yeah, I'm doing something completely different. Oh, okay. Just Honor making system. sure. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Okay. <laughs> Georgia is <laughs> Georgia is teleconferencing in from her home in Malibu. Yeah. So we don't really know what she's actually doing. Yeah. She could have her notes Guys, open in a second tab. I'm a Ravenclaw. She's I'm working. Not cheat. That's true. 
Doesn't that mean you're a bad she, guy? Ravenclaws no, get off on taking tests. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Um, also, okay, question number six, also from episode 23. How much of the ocean floor is unmapped and unexplored? Oh, um... I mean, can you really put a percentage on it if we have Josh did. It? I want to say it was 90%. Georgia, what do you think? Oh, I mean, at least 90%. At least 90 yeah. 100%. 100% of the ocean floor is unmapped. Because once you get down there, the ink I on mean, your quill, yeah. it starts to just run and it doesn't really get on the parchment. Exactly. So you it can't map work. it. So I'll accept that. Question seven from episode 24. What is the name of the city that Ariel and her little fish friend live in? And also her little crab friend. Not Atlantis. No, not Atlantis. But Atlantica. Nice. Correct. Question number eight, also from episode 24. What is the word that Georgia used for a Portuguese explorer? Ooh, I know it, Joshua. Uh, a genocidist. Uh, no, it was can- Conquistador. Right? No, Banderante. Nice. Banderante, I totally blanked on that. Totally gapped totally that gapped one. it. Question number nine from episode <laughs> 25. How many times a day can you load the quick-loading CTE-180? Trebuchet. Oh. Um, now, so I remember you guys were really shocked about it because it was actually a lot. It was like seven times a day, right? That would be insane if it were true. Or was it like once... Was it like... Multiple days per time? No, it was blank times a day. Okay. Days per time. And if you get it wrong, we lose this sponsor. So. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, do you have any... In, uh, I don't know. I'll give you a hint. It was a little bit more than three, but not more than five. Oh, four. <laughs> Yes. Four times a you day. You can that load the CTE-180 four times a day. That is... And also, it is strictly for hobbyist use. Yes. Uh, final... Yes. That, yeah. That's, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Final question. Also from episode 25, and this is from the Puzzle Alley segment, what was the motivation oh established for the stranger helping <laughs> you in catching the burglar? Um... He had, like, lost his daughter or something. And lost his arms, too, right? <laughs> no? Did we? I think there was something about how he didn't have arms. Because he couldn't point or anything. <laughs> well, or he was a wax maker. I remember that. Yeah. He was a waxman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think not having arms would have impacted his wax making ability, but I think we did still say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, he became an expert wax maker before he lost his arms. Yeah. So he just remained an expert wax maker. It's not like writing where you're not. You can only be a writer if you're writing. Yeah. If once you're a wax maker, you you're a wax remain. maker for good. Yeah. Yeah. For life. Yeah. Okay. Well, you said something about his daughter, and that was correct. Yep. Uh, all right. Great work on the exam. You guys passed. Ten out of ten. Nice. So oh, we still have to go to summer school. Well, this kind, I guess this... It schools out. It's yeah, it schools thing. out. It's a different vibe. Yeah, exactly. So if we, fa- we failed, we would have just called it 
pulls in. It would have been the same. Pulls back in. Yeah. Remedial yeah. session. School. Yeah, exactly. Remedial. Well. And I do have big plans for schools out. Okay, I cool. I want us to have, like... I like that. Sleepover party. Okay. Uh, movies. Uh-huh. Uh, lots of junk food. Okay. Maybe riding our bikes around the yeah. neighborhood. Uh-huh. Ooh, ooh, and then, like, maybe finding some alien technology. Yeah. And like, you do the thing where you it. tape a flashlight to your bike. Dude. Yeah. And <laughs> playing cards to the spokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe the cute girl next door will actually realize how cool I am. Okay. Okay. Well, that all sounds great. And we've got a lot more Content Academy coming up. But first, we need to put on our thinking caps and grab a magnifying glass because we've got a mystery on our hands. Where is this mystery, you ask? Well, where else other than Puzzle Alley? Okay. In front of you are several long fuses, and all of them take exactly one hour to burn through. With a lighter and using these fuses, how can you measure exactly 45 minutes? Hmm. Man, this is more like it is kind of a variation on the hourglass puzzle. You have as many as you need. As many but as you need. you have to measure 45 minutes? Yeah. Okay. I think... Okay, well, can you measure how long the string is? The only thing you can measure... Well, it, that wouldn't really matter. Uh, because, let's say, a fuse isn't Why? like consistent with how faster slowly it burns it just takes an hour okay yeah because i was gonna say like you could fold a fuse in half mm -hmm. but there must be another way to you do. you also it, have as many lighters as you need oh you know what do you light it at both ends yep i was just gonna say both ends so to do that we would do <laughs> we'd light one at both ends Yeah, Shoot. it's going to take half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, no, no, no. It wouldn't right? take... No, you're bringing it twice No, as yeah, it would be half an hour. Yeah. And hmm. then, uh... Um... I mean, we could have another fuse going at the same time for that one. Just trying to figure out where we'd have a fuse that has 15 minutes left on it. Yeah. Um, well, we could start an hour fuse burning at the same time as we light both ends of another hour fuse. Yeah, but you'd be left with half an hour. No, but then when it's when that long fuse that we only on one end is at a half hour point, we light the oh, other we end. We light the other end. Mm -hmm. oh, there it is. Lock it in. That's it. Lock it in. So explain that to me one more time. Okay. Step one. Light one end of a fuse. Okay. At the same time, while you're doing that, same time, light both ends of another fuse. When the fuse with both ends lit is run out mm -hmm. completely, light the other end of the first fuse. Mm -hmm. and so then, you have a half hour left, but now it's burning twice as fast, so <clears throat> 15 minutes. Yep. So then if, when that fuse is done, 45 minutes will have elapsed. Nice. Good job. Great. Okay. So, uh, you guys got it. 
And now it's time for Joshi's Corner. I've given up on the transitions. Wait. Wait. But, what's up? I would like to request a sound effect for when we lock in an answer. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, you know, I'll figure so that out. Akin to like, do you want to be a millionaire? Or, you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay, like got it. Just, just a thought. That's a yeah. great idea. I like it. Can we write that down real quick? I'll get it. I'll get it. Oh, okay. You got it. Okay. All right, Joshy's Corner, welcome to another edition. And actually, this time, um, you know, I try to mix things up, do it a little differently. Uh-huh. Uh, this time, I thought, you know, being during the pandemic, a lot of us have kind of turned inward and mm-hmm. become more meditative, I'll say, introspective. Yeah. And I've kind of used that mindset to develop some poetry. Um, so this is Joshy's first poetry corner <laughs> okay and i cool. thought i would see what you all thought of this and um so I, I have three little poems i do ask that you be respectful and save your comments until after the last one okay um and if i could just have some kind of serene uh yet positive music okay can you do that yeah okay got it all right here we go joshy's poetry corner <clears throat> <clears throat> I am a crab. My pinchers go snip snap, snip snap. My friend is a conch shell. She glistens in the moonlight. The queen of the beach. She does not talk, but she is a good listener. I dance side to side, side to side. We must rise up against the hideous bureaucrats. <laughs> And silence their lies forevermore. <laughs> so that was the first one. <laughs> so that's inward? That is kind of, yeah, <laughs> introspective, you know, meditative. Okay, okay. So let's keep going here. All right. I am a little bug. <laughs> the Emerald Forest is my domain. I bounce. On a droplet of dew, I slide down a curling vine. When the giants come, I skitter under a fallen leaf, trembling, trembling. Their footsteps shake the ground. I do not want to be squeezed. The overseer watches us all from his throne of skulls. He tears the babe from her mother's teeth and bathes in the blood of the virgin. Wait. Wait. Did you accidentally read the second half? I am a mighty stallion. I race with eagles in the mountain valley. I protect my herd, but the men wish to enslave us. They take me from my mother and my herd. They saddle me. I cannot win. But not all men are bad. One man is captured too. He helps me escape. We flee from fire and gunshots. I leap across the canyon, safe at last. And I return to my herd. 
just like how the ancient ones will one day return to Earth and punish mankind for their greed and hubris. The rivers will overflow with the blood of the damned, and their bones will be crushed to dust, and we will be truly free. Okay. All right. Thank you. So... Hmm. Questions, comments? Now, with that last one specifically, I was thinking during the first half, I was like, this is just a poem version of a movie, right? Is that no, true? I don't yeah, think I so. was almost yeah. thinking, well, this is almost Spirit Stallion. I think it's pretty much What's there. What's that? But then later, What's I, I that? must have not seen the sequel or something because the second part kind of threw me off. I think it all kind of fits. Okay. So, during the first. Uh, and perhaps the most introspective poem. The crab. Yeah. How does the crab know... Uh, well, crab society doesn't... I imagine they don't have bureaucrats there. Yeah. What is he talking about exactly? <clears throat> um, Georgia, any thoughts on that? Thoughts or theories? Um, you know, I think it's like interpretive. I don't think we can really know. So, Alex, you, you, you think that we don't need to rise up against the bureaucrats. Now, what's this we? Because that's kind of what I'm getting from you. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just kind of wondering. You're pro-hideous bureaucrats. No, 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 no. I'm just wondering where that came from. Uh, the poem started out, and it's this crab, and I think there was a conch, too. And uh -huh. I was like, yep. okay. So I kind of expected a certain kind of poem out of that but then it took this dramatic left turn and then i i this kind of happened with the insect one too there was at first i was thinking man what would it be like to be an insect yeah but then there was kind of cool huh yeah <laughs> I, I was thinking whoa being an insect awesome and then <laughs> there was the part with the uh the, the throne of skulls oh that part and um, so i'm thinking I'm still thinking in that tiny uh, insect world, so I'm like, what kind of, who would sit on a throne of skulls in an insect well, world? Well, the overseer. It, <laughs> yes, the overseer, and you did say that. Yeah. So, that's just kind of confused me. Uh, it's like all of these animals and insects know about something that Well, poetry, we if, you could, if you could just let me kind of expound sure okay yeah of poetry course, of course yeah okay. poetry and the best poetry especially mm -hmm. is all yeah. about uh mood and juxtaposition I okay feel. yeah so yeah okay it's about contrasting different moods feelings mm -hmm. ideas okay. i see um and you know the 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 need to oversee the hideous bureaucrat uh-huh juxtaposes nicely with the pastoralist uh, yeah. beachside lifestyle of the little crab going snip snap. <laughs> and so the bug didn't want to be squished, am I correct in saying He did that? not want to be squished okay. by the giants. And then... Which are us, we are the giants. Okay, and I think I heard a teat somewhere. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that is what the babe is being torn from by the overseer. <laughs> okay. Specifically, the mother's teeth. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. Just making sure yeah. that I heard that correctly. <laughs> okay, well, I think, I guess, the more you explain it, uh, it kind of makes me feel like less of it is explained to me. So I think we should just leave it. <laughs> I, we should just let the prose speak for itself. Yeah, yeah. It's probably for the best. Yeah. Well, thank you so, for letting me uh, kind of 
do that and share that with you. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I we'll think just... these poems are very relevant for our times also in that I'm kind mm-hmm. of a modern-day Bob Dylan. Okay. Yeah, wow. we'll go with that. <laughs> and with that, school is out, so... Who knows what next week's episode will be about. Who knows what next week's episode will, will be about. Yeah, that was question. good. Uh, so make sure to tune in to Content Academy Schools Out starting next Tuesday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, Screw you, teacher! Exactly. Uh, uh, it's going to be less educational. So. Yeah, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was Dennis. <laughs> oh, He's yeah. Dennis so if before this show was Sesame Street, now it's gonna be the Muppets. The Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anything else to add? Nope. 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 Good okay. episode. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.